0: Hey guys, welcome to Creativity Level Zero. I'm Steve. And I'm Jim. And let's just get right into it. So, so we're laughing right now because we've added some stuff to do on our podcast, like starting to stream, and it's it's been more difficult to try to time when we actually start recording. And so I tried to do a signal with Jim, and I, I think we just lost it. <laughs> <I know. laughs> It's hilarious. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, you, definitely...
1: you literally just oh, went silent.
0: Like at the end, but yeah.
1: You, you're, oh, man. We, I don't know why this happens. As soon as we start recording, you, when you look the other direction, wow.
0: can I? Do I just stay like this? Right,
1: right <laughs> there.
0: <laughs> All right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going on.
1: You need to uh, wait. Put the microphone in your mouth. I think that'll work that's perfect <laughs> can you tilt can you turn it back away from you a little bit like towards the wall like tilt it towards the wall
0: tilt it towards the wall
1: yeah like right there before where before you moved it say uh, something I yeah no, no i think it'll be good i no, think it's fine good. Good. It
0: yeah. all right um yeah I'll put, I'll put it up here there we go okay
1: you look, Anyways. You look fancy now, by the way.
0: Do I? Do you I look
1: like a podcaster? They always have the mic that's like right. covering their face.
0: Right, that's right. The next step is gonna have like, you know, the best boy and you know, like the actual, you know, microphone people oh, over that's right. over us. Yeah, and you know, five different cameras to capture all our moments together. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes.
1: Yeah, I would love I would love to have something like that where like like every time we talk it cuts to one of us and like it'll cut to us laughing and then us cheering or whatever but uh we're not good at any of that (laughs) so just our two faces is enough
0: right 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 yeah as i was saying that do you you actually know what the best boy does in because i always see it in the credits they're like oh best boy number one you know best boy number two i'm like what is the best boy and I don't know if I want to be a best boy. I don't like think like, I don't think it is what you think it is.
1: I think it's actually. What I did think you think? It, I, I, th- th- I think you think it's a person. I think it's actually a dog.
0: <laughs> that would be amazing. Like you know, like a good boy. This is the best boy. This is the best boy. He runs around the set and just you know mm-hmm. gives excitement to that's everyone. That's right. That's right. I think that's what he is. <laughs> that would be amazing (laughs) yeah yeah so uh how was your week jim it was good
1: i uh i learned a lot about bitcoin and blockchain and stuff that i wanted i wanted to tell you about
0: investing in bitcoin now so full disclaimer
1: here before we get into it neither steve nor i are financial fiduciaries so right you don't know, take up for any financial advice right you know whatever we say here now now you gotta be careful because if we say something and then you become a millionaire technically you owe us
0: but, <laughs> then we were your financial advisor that's right but i found
1: it interesting because i was watching this thing on the history of all the different cryptocurrencies and something that struck me Really and I wanted to get your thoughts on it, was they kept touting that these are cryptocurrencies, but right now it's it's almost like like gold where it's not a currency,
0: it's actually just a thing people buy to have value. And so so it depends. I think there are certain cryptocurrencies. I don't know much about cryptocurrency because uh, it's it's a little complicated and I haven't really quite understood it. But there are some cryptocurrencies that are actually backed by something and, you know, some something of value. Oh, now yeah, yeah. there are also cryptocurrencies like Dogecoin mm-hmm. or uh, Shiba Inu, I think was another one, Shiba Coin or something well, they're, like that. They're
1: all backed by value because people pay money originally to get them. Backed- no, no, but I
0: mean, like you know how the dollar in the United States used to be backed by gold. Yeah, yeah, these right? are
1: backed by dollars.
0: Right, right. No, but I'm saying like they're they're they they have like some other intrinsic value, as in like you know, like when you invest in a company, it's not just you're backed by the dollars of the company. It's it's like an investment within the company to you know for them sure, to do sure, stuff. sure, sure, sure. You know, So that's kind of like how it is, how some cryptocurrencies work is that, you know, it's not just a currency for the sake of currency. You can't just like, some of them are are not just, oh, let me just make up a random thing and its value will go up or down depending on who decides what its value is worth. Right, right. You know, but instead it's, it's being mined and there's data behind it that's being used for something.
1: Right, I guess what I was getting at was not to get super technical was in the sense that with gold nobody uses gold as a currency. So not anymore. Right. So 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 you would never call gold a currency. So I find it funny that all of these cryptocurrencies are being called currencies when none of them are being used as a currency. Because if they were used as a currency, they would be accepted when you want to buy something. And, right the big thing in these shows was um essentially this 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 vying for if one of these becomes an actual currency which one would it be because the other ones would literally just be like you know like digital swords in a video game like it's cool to have but you know it's worth as much as someone wants to buy it and they were saying that that and this is why i'm saying we're not financial uh, you know advisors here they were saying you got to be careful cuz if a government like Venezuela was one of the governments that decided to make their own they're like well this is the one we're using and everybody else is kind of SOL you know you're kind of sorry yeah, bitcoin doesn't count here so i i found it interesting that oh. re-
0: go ahead go ahead
1: i was going to say like right now we are in that moment of time where they're deciding are we ever going to have a digital currency and if we do what will it be like that's
0: now right right and so that's kind of been my my entire hindrance of this is that you yeah you can invest in cryptocurrency and sure it has some like intrinsic value but it's hard to use Mm -hmm. that currency in in anything it's hard to get like actual money money Mm -hmm from from that currency it's it's almost uh you you know and and so at this point it's more of like buying and selling where exactly you know oh, I'll buy it at this price and I'll sell this bitcoin to you at this price and then that has monetary value but your actual like value of the coin is not like anything mm-hmm. and so um it'll be the thing i've been hesitant is that for it to act, like I, like you've said, for it to actually be a currency, it needs to be backed by a government. Mm-hmm. Once it's backed by a government, it becomes regulated. Now, I don't know how the government can regulate something that's blockchained because that's kind of the point of it. Um, and I don't really want to get into blockchain because I don't really fully understand it myself.
1: Mm. I had to watch <laughs> a whole show on it. I don't understand it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is that every company, every tech company these days likes to throw out the word blockchain, and for some reason, Mm -hmm. your stock prices go up. So as long as you say whatever you're doing is is backed by blockchain, that's the way to increase investors, okay? I don't think they understand it, but they know it's the new in thing. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I think it's supposed to add security features and stuff like that um, just because it's harder to – track down where like a bit of information is or something like that, or you get, maybe it's the opposite. It's you get like an entire receipt of like, yeah,
1: I actually know what it is. It's, it's where whenever you have an item like one Bitcoin, it has on it every place it's been. That's really what it is. And that's why it's not a currency right now. It's because the more you use it, the more you recycle it, the more longer this like receipt gets, and the receipt is 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 broadcasted to everybody who uses Bitcoin. So like everybody all the time is sending and receiving information of every transaction. It's like it's way too much. And so what the yeah. com- the companies are doing is they want to use it for just tracking inventory. So like if you're Amazon and you wanted to know like you want to sell avocados, it's like, you know, when – you sell one avocado if you store the data in a database that tracks every step of the way, that's kind of the same thing. And that's, so they're, so like you said, they're calling it blockchain, but half of them are just storing the data pieces themselves and then throwing it as label on it to get in the publicity.
0: That's right. Blockchain. Blockchain. <laughs> so I brought, so, yeah. So I as still as regulate it somehow because it's going to have to be. Um, for it to be considered an actual currency um, I feel like it's going to crash Oh for like sure Like the value for of sure. it is going to absolutely For sure And yeah so I get worried about that That all everyone's going to be in these digital currencies And then the government's going to put a ceiling Into the value Of whatever this currency is Because it's mm-hmm. not really backed by anything Other than the perceived value By people So right. At least that's what I gather I don't really know too much about I, it I agree I with you
1: and I think I think there's two good sides to it. The first is, like you said, it's hard to get access to. So I don't think a lot of people will lose a lot of money because you have to be pretty determined to get into cryptocurrency yourself. Like it's not, you just go on Google and buy one, right? You actually have to like set up these digital wallets and install software and you have to do a bunch of stuff. So that type of a person really wants it. And then second off, they're expensive generally. So I mean, are you are you going to dump whatever money you have into you know, a digital piece of something on the computer? Probably not.
0: So I'm not I'm not worried. I, about I know you. a lot of people that have made a lot of money on the Doge coin. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know? mean, I
1: look at it right now as it's very similar to just gambling, where it's like, yeah, you could invest your I wouldn't even use the word invest because you don't plan on keeping it there. You can gamble your money away and there's a chance you win like lottery,
0: you yeah. know, and uh, pretty, pretty much I consider cryptocurrency like penny stocks.
1: Yeah. 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 You never know what's going to happen, but you may make yeah. a bunch of money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it You can get a lot of it. And, you know, some of those, some of the smaller cryptocurrencies, you can get a lot of it. And then, um, you can get lucky if it catches, if it catches on mm-hmm. and a lot of people buy it and then you could sell at a, at a, at a profit. Um, but it's super volatile, and uh, I, I I do want to, you know, put a warning out to people to not invest everything. <laughs> Don't invest anything into cryptocurrency that you're not willing to lose. Mm-hmm. Is how I will. I, I is is my little, you know, um, advertisement plug. to the yeah, world. Yeah, your little plug. My little plug here. i had yeah. two
1: more like real concepts to mention to you if if we have time sure. i don't want to commandeer if you have a, no, no, no no it's fine yeah okay No, just,
0: yeah and yeah obviously i want to know like that that's your whole your whole week was just cryptocurrency oh no stuff.
1: there's there's two other things i want to bring up okay so okay. one of them another one was called uh nfts these new <laughs> th- these new yeah, things okay. that came up right and it got me really frustrated because so when we, uh, just to give you some, give our listeners some background. When we were younger, and I mean people still do it now, so I shouldn't even say that. You know, you play games on the computer, and uh, one of the ways to make money is to like add avatars and skins to your characters, like to make them look better. And before that was a thing, uh, you could buy and sell items in the games. So, you know, Steve has a really cool sword that I want. I'll pay him five real dollars for that sword. Right. And it was such a big thing. People were kind of grinding and getting items and selling this whole marketplace around it. Right. And at the end of the day, what did you really get? You technically got nothing. Right. You technically bought nothing physical, but you got the enjoyment of like having the sword or having the whatever image, whatever. Right. So they've done something similar with these NFTs. And it's 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 literally that experience just wrapped in corporate like h- Hullapaloo, like they just, I I so I saw this guy that we follow, um, uh Gary I think Gary V, posting that he's gonna be selling NFTs, but the only way to buy his NFTs is with the digital currency. Like you have to buy it with I think F eth- uh, Ethereum or eth- ether. Ethereum. Yeah, um, and so. What he did was he's selling a picture, and they're calling it this is the, the NFT is a picture, and it's like, let's say, a picture of like a hippo. And if you buy this picture, it comes with, let's say, uh, a ticket to go visit him, hypothetically, right? And then you can sell that picture to me. And it'll use that blockchain technology to track and say, Steve sold it to Jim. And now I have it. And now we know there's only one in existence. Nobody can copy it because you got yours from Gary. So like when we look at the receipt, I know mine's legit because I know you got it from Gary. So it's so interesting to me that – They they are are jumping on this bandwagon of like blockchain and NFTs, but they're literally selling the same junk they've always been selling. Like he's selling a ticket to come to his conference, but now it's twice as much money. And it's like, well, look, now it's got a hippo on it. And now like this is yours and you could like buy and trade these hippos
0: now. So, yeah, I almost I almost wonder if because a lot of these NFTs are worth a lot of money crazy a lot of money and i almost wonder if it's just because a lot of people have this overabundance of cryptocurrency that's overvalued and they have no way of taking that money out and so they're like yeah let me buy this 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 nft as like an investment of that cryptocurrency yeah it will be like oh you know now this is worth at least this much you know this nft that's right like a state
1: it's like a stable and you bought something Right. right, you bought like that ticket, which you like you said is a real
0: thing. Yeah. Rather than the cryptocurrency. Now, now I wanna I wanna go in to describe what NFTs yeah, are a little it. bit to, to the viewers. So NFTs are like a digital anything that's on the on the internet obviously is like a, a digital, you know, um just like a digital tag. B- basically if you the this is one is hitting the news right now. The original video of Charlie bit my finger on YouTube. Mm, Right. Uh, So there's the original video of that. Now, anybody on the internet can just take that video and copy it. And then, and then put it all over the internet. It could be on, on news articles all over the place. And so you're wondering how can someone own that piece of information that, original charlie bit my finger and that's kind of what the nfts are is they use that blockchain and say you all all you own you don't even own the charlie bit my finger video you own the receipt that's for the (laughs) original charlie bit my finger that's what it is it's just the receipt saying i got the og one and then this is where it went around all over the internet and so i know exactly what happened to the charlie bit my finger video and i own the the original now there could be copies all out there but i own the original and that's the one that has value and right. so yeah so, it's just it's just very so, interesting yeah because yeah, the charlie bit my finger now they're removing it off of youtube the person who owns the nft of charlie bit my finger is going to remove it off youtube and they're selling it as an nft yeah so So,
1: but i think i think that was a perfect example Um, to highlight the jump they've made so that example there was always intellectual property like you always owned it like that guy always owned his own video and if he wanted to he could have tried to sue people for using his video he could have tried that he could have taken it down he could have done whatever he wanted with it right but the difference now is they're tying this digital thing to a physical thing so the thing with the video is it's a digital thing Anybody can copy it all the time and use it, and you know I can have it on my computer. You could have it in yours. Like it almost means to me, it almost means nothing to own an NFT of that. But if you, but if owning that NFT also came with a million dollar like something on it, that's a real thing. And so that's what they're doing. They're like they're tying. I saw some artists do it. They're tying real art to the digital version of it. So they'll have their painting, and they'll be like, this painting's worth ten thousand dollars. And by the way, if you buy my painting, you get the digital NFT. So now nobody can use the internet version of it as well, kind of a thing.
0: Right, right. Well, you'll just own the original. Yeah. I don't know if you have – again, it's not backed by any sort of and that, government That's thing. right. And so you can't go and sue people mm-hmm. for NFTs. You just the, – the thing – it's just kind of like this blockchain technology that, again, you just have a receipt. Showing that you own the original I don't know at what point it's gonna matter to anyone that you own the original because again You can't sue people for having a copy of it on the internet because it's digital But that's my point because it's digital
1: But if but in Gary's situation, for example, his digital image comes with a ticket to his show You can't you there's only so many tickets so if somebody copies the image, it doesn't matter because the image, that image doesn't like, if you copy the image of the hippo, that image doesn't come with a ticket. And so my point of like bringing all this up was because I find it hilarious how companies are now selling their same products. Like he's selling these tickets under the guise of an NFT, like putting, saying you're getting a hippo image and you own it. It's like, nobody wants a hippo image. Like they want the ticket and they're buying
0: this ticket. At this point, at this point, I can't tell if it's just people don't know what to spend their money on, yeah, or it's in, in 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 the same sense they don't know what to spend their cryptocurrency on, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or it's just people are bored during the pandemic and they've run out of things to collect because I think everything that's been collectible, oh, shooting up, like 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 trading cards and you know a bunch of other things, their value has shot up during the pandemic, and so I I, don't, I think people are bored and. You know, they're just buying up all this stuff and creating these collectibles. That these NFTs have started to become also collectibles. They're like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm bored. You know what? I'm gonna draw a hippo. This hippo is worth right. something. <laughs> I think
1: you're you spot on.
0: Yeah. You know, it might be worth twenty five dollars now, but then like the person might sell that for a profit. Be like, I'll sell you this hippo for, right. hippo for fifty dollars, <laughs> and now the hippo is worth fifty dollars. You know, <laughs> could be. So the last thing I Before wanted to draw a hippo.
1: I, I didn't yeah so the last thing I wanted to bring up was also a little a little deep conversation again, um, but I wouldn't normally bring it up, but I, first I gotta ask, did you see the movie the Mandela effect?
0: I have not no,
1: okay, so I won't ruin the movie then for you because I believe as the way this conversation i know I know about the Mandela effect the it's, movie's not about the Mandela effect, ah, oh, it's called the, or, Mandela, or the effect. Mandela effect. It's called the Mandela effect because they use that as a way to talk about a theory that you told me about. And I wanted to talk about that theory. But, okay. if, you, but if you didn't see the movie, whatever. Um, but essentially in the movie, the theory is about uh, um, that question that I think you brought you, – you said some, someone – one of your friends told you and then you told me was about is our whole universe a simulation? OK, right. Remember, you told me that. And then, you know, um, and uh-huh. in the movie, they actually very interestingly enough, they have like Elon Musk and Neil deGrasse Tyson talking about that, like because they I actually went on YouTube to double check. They actually did talk about this. Um, Elon
0: Musk said, uh, so, so, so why don't you um, give the
1: background first?
0: Well, I was just going to say, well, that this question of whether life is a simulation is actually like so intense they actually created a scientific conference to discuss whether that's a possibility like of of top scientists and researchers from around the world talking about whether that it it could be a possibility Uh, maybe that's that's
1: where i saw the videos from because they were in big conferences yeah, Did have Elon yeah. Musk and Neil deGrasse Tyson there, so spit minds <laughs> there. As as an aside, that that Rick and Morty episode is my favorite one.
0: Where the, they go ahead?
1: The simulation one, where he's in a simulation in a simulation.
0: <laughs> I don't know if you
1: saw that one.
0: It's... I don't. I don't know if I have. I don't think I have seen that.
1: Maybe? I, don't, I don't want to ruin it, but it's the, one, it's the one where Rick's in a simulation with Jerry and Morty on an alien okay. planet or something. And, yeah, I don't think I saw that one. Uh, it's, the funny part of it is the fact that the aliens in the show capture Rick and they accidentally somehow capture Jerry. And Jerry's like the dumb dad. And the simulation that they're running is kind of glitching a little bit. And they're like, oh, there's two humans in our simulation. And so with Jerry, they're like, he doesn't seem to notice he's in a simulation. All right. Crank down the power to 5% and and just let it run. And so Jerry (laughs) lives it. He's living his life. He lives his life. At a five percent simulated environment, like people are like walking into walls. They only just say like yes all the time, <laughs> and and it and he has the best day of his life. He just, <laughs> I, I love, love that. Them. That's why I love that one. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. Uh, Elon Musk says either our civilization is going to civilization. Yeah, either our civilization is going to die. Or um, we are in a simulation, like those are the two choices or something. And in the in the video I saw he was talking through like how we already have computers that simulate just like stars and stuff like how they're acting and he's like, you know, that that's pretty complex. Like, imagine now if all the world's computers were connected, you could do much more than just like simulate stars. So well we've been
0: we've been increasing computer potential at an astronomical oh, yeah. exponential rate. I mean, I was just thinking that I think last night I was downloading a game on my cell phone and it was 4 gigs large. And I remember the in game? high school the game was 4 gigs on my cell phone. Wow. And I remember in high school I had a 7 gig computer. And there was a new game called Medal of Honor. Hmm. And it was four gigs. And it had seven installation CDs. Wow. Well, install that's right, because we had to install the disks individually. That's right. And uh, what's it called? That was the only thing I could have on my computer, because four gigs is massive on a seven gig computer. So <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have any other game running on my computer. At the time, and if I did, I had to uninstall Medal of Honor and then reinstall the seven discs. But yes, and it's just so funny that, you know, that was, sure, that was like 20 years ago. But to go from, you know, that to downloading the same same thing onto my cell phone, which is pocket-sized... And in a fraction of the time is just insane. And to think about what we can do in another 20 years, 30, 40, I I can't imagine how, how crazy computers are going to be. So you you said that just now. And I just quickly looked
1: up um, because when I was in college as an engineer, they taught us Moore's law, which which is like resistors, right? It's transistors. Yeah. Yeah. And it's every, if they said every two years, the number of transistors you could fit on a chip doubles but i was interested because when i left college i took a class on nanotechnology and they were already almost at max density on a chip and they were essentially they were building like layers they they fit as many transistors as they could on like one layer like one piece of paper and then now they're stacking layers on top of each other to make like a building and
0: that's their way of. So I don't know if you want to explain to people what the transistors do um, to help with computer power, like in a just in a flash explanation over here.
1: Yeah, I mean, put simply, I guess the transistor is like the one. So, if you want to give a little history lesson, transistors—that was probably one of the biggest inventions of all mankind. Actually, the AT and T building by uh, where we live has a big water tower of a transistor because before transistors all the individual pieces of a circuit like a resistor and a capacitor, they were all indivi- they were all individual components and a transistor can act as all of these components. So you can build a whole circuit with just transistors. But essentially transistors are like tiny little switches. that's all they really are like and they store one or zero. but what makes them valuable is that, they can store the one and zero for essentially forever. And that's why when you have your flash drive and like you plug it in, it just electrically sends a signal to the transistor and turns the, it to a one or a zero. And so what we used to have on our disk drives, we were writing it. Transistors like changed everything. So Moore's law said every two years you could double the transistors, which you know means you get more computing power. But now we're getting to the point where they're maxed out. So that's why I quickly Googled it when you were talking. Now they're apparently doing this quantum computing thing to get around transistors because now we're maxed out. Like we already we're capped out in one direction. They're doing this new quantum computing thing to go even deeper. So yeah, I did
0: uh, When I was in college, um, somebody, one of the professor's friends, um, won a Nobel Prize. A they Nobel invented,
1: Prize.
0: Yeah, that's it, a big it, deal. I know. For, um, for it was, it was a, a chemical circuit where you know how chemical compounds can be in cis or trans position, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of people, but basically that's like a one or a zero on oh, a computer, cool. and so you now can do things at an even higher exponential rate when it's just chemical reactions that's that crazy. are creating computer power. So it's crazy when they when they developed that and uh, they formulated that and then tested it, it was it was insane. I so,
1: well, so in future,
0: I... it was crazy. But yeah, so to go along with what Jim was saying that you know if the sim, if the only thing preventing the simulation is computer power, then who knows in a couple hundred years, you know, a couple thousand years with computer powers, computer power whether we can actually just remake the entire universe in a computer (laughs) i feel like we
1: kind of could um and that's why i brought up the movie because it was very interesting it did bring up some things that like i never thought of when we talked about it so like when we talked about if everything's a simulation one of the things like we just kind of took for granted was oh the simulation can do everything but realistically even if you were to make a simulation, if we were to make a simulation of a world, we still wouldn't make it do everything.
0: We would make no, it... No, no. Everything, everything has rules, right? It's kind of like a video game. Exactly. Where there's rules to the game. There's boundaries that cannot be crossed. Well, I'm and talking I'm talking like... Boundaries right now are set by like physics and, you know... So like... I'm, I'm talking like processing
1: stuff. So like if you were to make... Make a game, and it's just you and me in the game. Like you don't have to load level ten if you and me are on level one, right? You don't load the whole game. Like we see that in a lot of our MMOs that we play. You know, you fly right. into an area, and whatever you can see is loaded, but pe- beyond the area, it's not loaded yet. And so it was Ooh, a cool that's deep, right? That's and so deep. that's what I'm saying. I knew you were gonna <laughs> like this. And so the the concept was really cool. The concept was. What if you only loaded the observable space like we do in our video games right now? By the way, the main character is a video game designer. And (laughs) so like if you imagine you're going to go into a building, but there's no one in the building, does the building have to load? Or do you wait until you open the door like you would in a game and then it loads the building, right? So it saves processing power by not
0: doing that, right? So not not only that I'm I'm gonna boggle your guys' minds right now. Technically, the observable universe in your perspective is only you and your surrounding environment. That's right. So who knows if anything else is even loaded, right? So like, Jim might not actually exist. He's just like here on the screen, and you know, there's like processing data happening behind the screen. That could be that true. Then, you know. He'll, next time I see him, I'll be like, oh, what'd you do this week? And he'd be like, Steve, you know, I learned about simulations and cryptocurrency. Oh, because, you know, some calculation right. did. But the observable universe only exists within my perception as long as I'm alive and perceive things and I'm awake. And so technically, if I die, the universe dies with me in my, mm-hmm. in, in my perception.
1: That's because right. of,
0: because so, that's it now the observable universe through my through my uh relative view is is now dead so <laughs> so it's actually that
1: idea that made me realize it's probably not true is kind of what you were just saying is that there's no limit to that so for example if i was standing in front of you you could say oh maybe jim is just like part of the simulation and then, okay, well, now I'm on the computer with you. So now I'm not standing in front of you, but you can still see me. But maybe that's part of the simulation. But at that point, well, what if you close your eyes? And then that's all simulated. And then it's like you can go back as far as to then, then you're yourself simulated. So it's like it, it's almost a moot point because if that were true, it would go all the way back to the beginning. There would be no place where you would stop and say, well, here's the line. Of where the simulation starts and
0: finishes, it would be. Compl- well, no, the simulation again, and this is kind of what I mean, only exists in my lifetime. But you're you're assuming that you matter. I'm saying well, that's I'm, it. because the entire observable universe is here in my eyes. But I'm and saying, so what if you're not even kind of awake? What if
1: you're not even awake, like Matrix style? Yeah. What if what if you're sleeping? Mm -hmm. And right now, and all of this that you're experiencing, all these years, are just a movie. You get what I'm saying? Like you could. That would be cool. cool. My my point is, you could you could go back forever then, because then you could say, "Well, Steve is sleeping, and everything he's experiencing is a simulation." But then he really is sleeping again. But then he's dreaming of you know what I mean? You could go back forever. Yeah. Well, that's what
0: it kind of means. Um, It's kind of like. you, you know at the end of Men in Black? Yeah, which one, the original the, one? The original one, where the, their entire galaxy is inside of a marble? Oh, yeah, the cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no. The, the cat's little. At the end, yeah, at, at, yeah, and then that, that that thing is a galaxy. Yeah. And people living inside that galaxy. And yeah, and then there's just like higher formed aliens just playing marbles. With the galaxy that you live in. Yeah. And yeah. that's kind of like the whole the whole thing where there could just be an infinite number oh, of yeah. galaxies, an infinite number of simulations that are just all simulated just because – Because you could. Because you, know, you could. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> there, there was another Rick and Morty. So, so the consensus in the conference that was drawn up is – it's impossible to rule out that we're not in a simulation if it's possible for us to create a simulation. If at any point we are able to create a simulation sure, sure. of the universe, but that's everything. Then there's no way we can ever rule out that we're not in a simulation. But
1: that's but t- but this is that's what I'm getting at is that that's what made me like comfortable knowing that I don't believe it's true is because that's every theory of origin, you could say that. You could essentially say uh, you know, there's no proof that humans didn't make humans, right? I could say humans made humans, and you'd be like, "Well, you have no proof of that." Well, it's it's not ruled out. But if we can create life and that life is a human from scratch, I can now prove that that could have happened. Similarly with the simulation, if you could have done it,
0: then it could well, be true. Sure. that's kind of the kind of whole theory of religion, right? Sure, sure, religion same thing. That- is that you know? Oh, I'm able to create something. So who created me? Exactly. You know? Like, oh well, God created me, or Gods right. created me. You know? And oh, wait, are you plugging my
1: favorite? Whatever. Are you plugging my favorite movie right now?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that in your favorite movie. I honestly that don't. So it,
1: I'll plug it in Prometheus. That's exactly why it's such a good movie. When the guy says, "Oh, see, it's not your favorite movie. You don't remember all the lines." The guy says uh, to the robot, he says to an android, the android says to to him, why do you care so much to find out who created you? And and the human says, I want to know what the reason was. And then the robot says, well, why did you make me? And the human's like, I made you because I could. And then the robot's like, wouldn't that be disappointing to hear if your creator said the same thing to you? Right. And that to me is like the punchline in the sense that, like, imagine if you met a god or like another species and they're like, yeah, for my fourth grade science class, I had to make something. So I made humans like I just, you know, and I shot them, I shot them to a planet. And, you know, the same way we plant, you know, in fourth grade, we plant plants and we we grow little
0: ants. Colony, yeah. The, lima beans. It, that's, that's their whole. That's their whole world. That ant colony. You know, they don't know anything outside of it. And right. lo and behold, we're on the other side of the glass, looking at their lives. You know, <laughs> that's right.
1: Yeah, it, we just, it's just sad to see it that way. So
0: yeah. So that's the whole reason you don't. You, it's sad to view yourself as a simulation. Oh no,
1: no. I see it now as it's 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 probably not true. In the same way, all the other origins aren't true because it's circular. Because there's no place to draw the line in the sense that, like I said, like there's no way if, if this was a simulation, there's no way to see where it would have started or ended. It would have just gone forever because if there's the possibility to make one, it could be literally infinity of them forever. And you could well, be... you believe in infinite
0: timelines. No,
1: no, definitely not. Though that is touched or on in the movies? movie. No, is definitely, definitely yeah. not. No, But that's touched on in the movie. Yeah they 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 do it by um I think one of the theories this was back when we were high school one of the theories came out where I think it was the infinite timelines but it was like almost like every every decision splits into a new universe or something like that something like that right
0: yeah yeah well that's yeah, every time you make a decision it's you there's a different timeline that develops whether you said yes or no. Sure, yes. sure, sure. Something yeah. to that extent, right? And so they do
1: talk about that in the Mandela effect. That's why the movie's called that. It's because um they say that there the, the I mean the movie's obviously sci-fi, but they say that these these universes like interweave and sometimes there's glitches and that's why people have this Mandela effect, you know, where like they all remember the same thing incorrectly. Um, but yeah, similarly it's a, could happen. That's, that's a
0: cool, yeah, that's a cool. It's a cool movie.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think I, I, the reason why I talk about it today was because I think you'd, you'd, you'd like it if it was a good movie.
0: So, it, so the movie's saying that in an alternate timeline, fruit loops was spelled F R U I T fruit loops. So
1: what the what the movie was saying is one of two things could have happened. One, it could have been the commercial you saw with Fruit Loops was from another parallel universe that broke into yours for a second and you saw that, which it shouldn't have been there. Or you're in a simulation that glitched and couldn't keep up and things changed and you happened to notice it. So it goes through both.
0: Yeah. I, I said. Let's let you guys know that Fruit Loops is a common Mandela effect example. Oh. Because it's actually pronounced. It's actually spelled F-R-O-O-T. Oh, fruit. And a lot of. Yeah. And a lot of people think it's F R I, I didn't even know that. I'm going to yeah. go
1: look that up right now.
0: Yeah. Fruit Loops. <laughs> oh, you're right.
1: Even Google corrected me. See? <laughs> <laughs> yeah google was like nah man you mean you mean the fruit loops i was like yeah that's what i mean because they got that's the old
0: effect right there fruit Loops. Yeah, yeah they actually.
1: went through a bunch of them in the show i didn't realize all of them like we talked about a bunch of them but i but the movie like i said i think it had a cool concept and you and i talk about these concepts all the time but the movie was just terrible like <laughs> and i i like crap oh it was <laughs> way worse than Waterworld okay what okay. water World was enjoyable i liked it i mean i i the only thing i disliked about it was the ending and frankly you don't have to like every ending you know <laughs> it was good it was good on its own yeah. it, it was you know now that you mentioned Waterworld, it was really satisfying to watch a movie that actually had a beginning middle and end like how rare is that nowadays
0: well, that was the storytelling of the '90s. So yeah, that's like why I, I, so I felt complete
1: good. when I watched that movie. <laughs> Watch a movie you know, nowadays. I'm worried about what happened afterwards. Yeah, like we, when we're watching any of the Marvel movies, you're just like, "What happened before doesn't matter. What happened after doesn't matter. Who are these characters? Doesn't matter. Everybody's just <laughs> everywhere." <laughs> i sent you a uh, a movie too today did you on instagram oh yeah you did yeah 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 the the jungle cruise yeah i wanted to get your thoughts on that so if you remember they did pirates of the caribbean or caribbean everyone to say it was a mm-hmm. ride and then they made it into a movie that's right and it became like a big hit now they're doing jungle cruise which was a ride And they're going to make it into a movie. Where do you think that's going to fall in terms of success
0: compared to the Pirates? I'm pretty sure, no, it's going to fall way short of Pirates. 100%. Because the difference being is that Pirates has to do with Pirates. And you don't really, like, you can just make stories about Pirates forever. And so that's that's kind of how it is. Jungle Cruise is just like there's no theme around Jungle Cruise other than you know, you're taking a cruise in the Amazon. I don't know how many sequels you can make off that. But... <laughs> that's true. Well, I, I'm I'm thinking let's let's talk just
1: first movie because I think our listeners may not consider the sequels of Pirates to be good movies.
0: <laughs> just because you might think that, yeah. <laughs> doesn't mean you're gonna use that for everyone. I'm just, opinion. I'm just want to stick with the
1: basics here. Like that movie yeah. when it first came out was a big deal. People liked it,
0: mm-hmm. and now yeah, but what I'm saying is that it, the, the Pirates of the Caribbean like was is about pirates, and so you can make a whole universe, yeah, surrounding these characters and you know the history and. It's based off of like real life, you know, and Jungle Cruise, although it's still based off of a ride, like that's it has no universe that it resides in other than like in the Amazon, you know. So
1: I, I'm i going to challenge you a little bit here. Challenge me. And we'll just expand your thoughts. Here. Okay. I saw the trailer for that. And mm-hmm. it looked like Jumanji. It
0: just looked like... A... It, did. it did. I almost thought it was the same thing as Jumanji. Same
1: thing, yeah. right? So it made I was me... going to say Jumanji as an example. But yeah. So it made me think Jumanji was a great one-off movie. Didn't need that much lore building around it. And it was solid. So do you feel like Jungle Cruise literally taking the same character and moving it over here?
0: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Pretty, pretty much and yeah it was an obvious decision for them to choose the rock as you know um because he just fits those roles well you know just random action movie <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you weren't running we're
1: running out and of action guys sequel,
0: they did make sequel a sequel for the jungle book uh, not the jungle jumanji. Book, uh, jumanji um but that wasn't necessarily a very great sequel. that was the
1: one where the ending made no sense yeah, I don't remember what happened. That was the timeline mess up thing.
0: I actually liked this the,
1: the new Jumanji. Did you? I, I liked I liked the original new one. I did not like the sequel to that.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Oh,
1: you meant the sequel to that? Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, the sequel to the new one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you- the
0: remake. I get it that um they just wanted like a different. Yeah, yeah, that was them. fun. It was kind of cool. They made it into a video game.
1: Yeah,
0: and instead of a board game, which made it a little more modern, you know. But yeah, it was back in the '90s. The original Jumanji, yeah, came out, but it was a board game. Yeah, and I think that movie made so much money. I think they were, they even sold the board game afterwards, and a lot of people. Oh, they owned did. The you you owned it. I had the Jumanji board game. I, I love. I think we played it. Yeah. I remember it was really short the game though. It can be. It can be, depending on if you died or not. Uh I probably di- <laughs> I probably died.
1: Yeah, I, I I did notice that we don't have any um up and coming action heroes really. I uh I saw Tom Cruise was gonna do a new Top Gun. And I'll I'll watch anything with Tom Cruise in it. as as long as there's a little bit of action, I don't want to watch a rom-com with Tom Cruise, but Mm -hmm. knowing that he does action, he's kind of like a Jackie Chan where, you know, you're going to get some quality stunts. I don't know what's going to happen, but I saw his movie on a plane called the mummy that he was in.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I saw that. That movie got, yeah, Yeah. it
1: got terrible reviews. I I didn't like it as much as the the mummy from the original mummy, but you know what? there was a lot of action in that movie and it was good action and yeah was, i yeah, was excited
0: was, yeah i mean it's funny what you say up and coming action actors but i would say like the rock or jason statham dude they're in or their even 50s like, or even like i know they're they're getting old but they haven't really been doing action movies until recently yeah. you know um what's it called Tom Holland is like the new Spider-Man. Yeah. He's young and might be doing a lot more action movies. Oh yeah, he's yeah.
1: gonna be in the new video game adaptation movie, right?
0: Yeah. See, so I think he's gonna be in a lot more action movies. I can't really tell who's gonna be like the next action star, but like right now, it, it kind of is the same. Yeah. Well, I saw. I mean, Tom Cruise is, you know, an old school. Yeah, they're action, old school guys. Old, you know, romance drama actor um but uh yeah they don't really they don't really use them anymore i think they're they're yeah. kind of just trying to play off nostalgia at this point just be like ready for mission impossible 14 I, I have know. no idea what they're up to but yeah.
1: well so that's the thing that i'm wondering though is because like i saw on netflix that now, not, is it, is it action stuff, you know sort of she's sort of doing them yeah and like tom holland i think I think unfor- it's unfortunate he had to be Spider-Man first because I think that was very polarizing. A lot of people didn't like him, and a lot of people did. You know, you had so many Spider-Man actors, and now everyone's comparing them to each other. It's like if he had his own role when he started, it would be like, "Wow, he's a you know he's great." But now, you know, if somebody didn't like Spider-Man, they'd be like, "Well, I don't want to watch Tom Holland now." You know, so I feel, right, right. I feel a little bit bad for that.
0: Oh, who's the guy who plays in uh, Star Trek and was in Wonder Woman as the guy?
1: Oh, he's old, too. He's old, too. He's
0: old, but he's like, he, he's been in a lot of action Yeah, Chris since. something. Yeah. Chris. 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 I was going to say Chris Pratt, but no, it's not Chris Pratt. Well,
1: he does action now, too. Yeah. Chris, yeah. Um, not Evans. That's the Captain America. Yeah. Maybe our fans will just shoot it out um but i was i was thinking more of like the guys from like uh the maze runner and stuff like these 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 teen shows like uh you know like maze runner what was the other maze runner divergent you know hunger games you have all these movies meant for that generation and the stars of that should be rising up and getting these new roles
0: but i don't yeah see they not really they- I think a lot of actors these days try to diversify. So, hmm. like a lot of a lot of them just aren't. Like I don't even see him acting anymore. Like I don't really see. What's her name, Jennifer Lawrence? I don't really see her acting much anymore. Oh yeah, what um, oh, was
1: she? They must be doing other types of films, like indie films. Yeah, she was in the
0: Hunger Games. The girl from Divergent. I, don't, I haven't. I think the last thing I saw her acting in was. Um, Actually, what's it what, called? something in your stars or something where oh like she a- was in snowden
1: i remember her yeah,
0: she was yeah, in yeah. Snowden? Oh, okay then yeah but yeah it's interesting you just mentioned all,
1: it because like divergent and and hunger games and maze runner they all kind of i don't remember the story to any of them now they all kind of just grouped
0: into one mega show for me <laughs> <laughs> kind of like a utopian a dystopian future type of thing yeah, yeah.
1: I remember watching The Maze Runner and liking it the most. And then remember being disappointed at the sequel. And I don't even know if there were two sequels or one.
0: I haven't even watched Maze
1: Runner. Didn't watch Maze Runner? No. That's a great movie.
0: That's like, like, I would
1: put that on the same level as like The Giver. They were both great movies where I thoroughly enjoyed it. And then at the end of the movie, they left me on a cliffhanger and I hated them for
0: it. Does the book The Giver leave you on a cliffhanger? I feel like it does.
1: The book definitely does, except the movie specifically. The problem with the movie is that at the very end, spoiler alert, when he gets to the house at the very end, there's no way that that cottage could have been seen by The Giver and still be there. In the book, he actually leaves and he's going, quote unquote, home. But then he doesn't go home. He finds more people out there and starts his own thing. And I think there's a bunch of Giver books after that. There's a whole series after that.
0: Oh, I didn't even know that. Even yeah, know there's, there's a stuff. bunch of other books, but
1: um, but yeah, essentially, once he leaves the zone, all the people have their memories back, and so it kind of creates chaos. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. The Maze Runner is the one where actually you should watch it. I shouldn't say anything. It's <laughs> it's got that it's got the Giver vibe where like you're <laughs> watching it and you're trying to figure out what's happening.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah, I like The Giver. Yeah, Yeah. those dystopian things are cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, The Island. Oh, that was a good one
1: too. Yeah. Those are some of my favorite movies, the dystopian ones. They just,
0: (laughs) they feel so
1: realistic.
0: I know, that is my favorite movie, Um, Gattaca, which is dystopian. Oh, that's also dystopian, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's where um, you live in a future where everyone is genetically modified. So you get to choose what traits to give your child, depending on how much money you want to pay. And people who were born not that way, out of love, they say, Uh you know, were kind of, of, you know, um, treated as like the lesser thans of society. Because obviously they weren't particularly gifted in anything because they weren't made to be gifted in anything and this guy overcame that and became like one of the highest members of society you know just by sheer will of will <laughs> yeah it's a little unrealistic
1: yeah. that he becomes so great but you know i really appreciate his determination in that movie
0: that's right that's i think right. he and like it's kind of like a feel-good movie like it's a good motivational booster watching
1: it is movie. was Every was one. was that the one where he like couldn't walk well or swim well and he said Swim so like super far or something? Yeah, well, that
0: that kind of – so he actually has a heart issue. Oh, okay, okay. And people in that society don't have heart issues. And so like when he's at the gym and there's people listening, he has like a recording of a heartbeat. And yeah, you'll even hear the doctor and they call him Jerome Jerome the Metronome because it's just like a regular heartbeat that just never falters. And that's how strong his heart is. But really, as soon as he takes off the the thing, his heart is like beating like crazy. Oh, it's a fake thing. A, yeah, because he actually has like a bad heart. And um, the scene that you're talking about with the swimming, his brother was genetically
1: oh, engineered, like
0: new, and he always was able to swim further than he was because you know he's genetically modified. But there was a certain point where um, at near the end of the movie, you know, they're swimming and the brother, the bro- they're still going, they're still going. And the brother's asking, how are you doing this? And he says, the difference between you and me is I don't save any energy for the return trip. Like, I don't, I I give my all, all like right off the bat. And I don't think about the, the after effects. Oh, man. Well. Oh, wait, like, I isn't,
1: that, isn't that when he, like, gets drowning out there and his brother brings him back or something like that?
0: The opposite. His brother ends up, like, not wanting to be beaten by, uh... by him. He just, he'll just keep going to the point of exhaustion and then he starts drowning. And then that's, like, kind of like his feel-good is not only did he swim further than his brother, but he saved his life, wow. you know.
1: All right, because so, his good. brother knew the condition.
0: Yes, yeah. Feels good. I already feel
1: like I just beat my genetically engineered brother. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Great movie, guys. My favorite. <laughs> Anyways, I guess we could call it here where it's a little bit short, but uh, it's a good place to stop. Um, if you guys liked us, you can come check us out. Uh, we're creativity level zero on any of the uh, podcast channels, uh, we're on Facebook. And on Instagram, we're creativity underscore level underscore zero the number. And like I've said at the beginning, we're, we started streaming on Twitch. Join us in our conversations. It would be cool to have you guys, you know, come in and give us uh, questions and stuff like that. And we've been posting it on our Facebook uh, when we're live. Uh, but we are 9 p.m. every 9 p.m. Eastern Time every Thursday. Um, I know it's a little bit late. Not maybe that's um you know it may be hard for people to join us but if you get a chance uh you should come it would be fun to have you guys as part of it um yeah thanks for joining us guys thanks
1: guys